Hello family, this is In Christ Alone, your word break for today. It's a new week and it's a joy for me to come your way. And I'm starting this week with a new word, a new message, a new series. I'm talking about the power of your words. The power of your words. You see, I believe strongly the words is a powerful resource that God has given to us. There are many different you know, resources God has given to us, like time. You know, words is also, or words are also um that one of those resources that god has given to us because you see bible talks a lot about the power of the tongue the power of our words so what that means is that we need to take time to understand how essential this resource is this thing god has given to us called words especially because we are always speaking we are always using our tongue we are always saying something so when we understand the power that we have available to us in the words we speak we're able to use it to advantage to fulfill god's purpose and intent for our lives so that's what i want us to talk about this week the power of our words but before i start talking about the power of our words i want us to look at god's word and how powerful it is and what it means for us because you see the word of god describes or it brings out god's mind god's purpose god's intent about a thing look at isaiah chapter 14 verse 24 in the book of isaiah we see that many times god you know spoke his word through the prophet isaiah concerning maybe a woe that was going to befall israel or judah or concerning a certain restoration a certain blessing that was coming to them in verse 14 of chapter 24 and remember god is talking about uh, what is on his mind or we are talking about god's word his prophecy that has come out and this is what isaiah prophesied he says the lord of hosts has sworn saying surely as i have thought so shall it come to pass as i have purposed so so shall it stand so you see that in as much as it was concerning god's word about the people he was describing God's word as what God has thought, as what God has purposed. So God's word is his mind, his purpose, his intent or his will about a situation. And this is what the Bible says concerning that, concerning God's word. Again, in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10, it says, For as the rain comes down in the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth it shall not return to me void but it shall accomplish what i please and it shall prosper in the thing for which i sent it so you see that god's word is not like some intangible thing that when he speaks it's just said and that's it the Bible says that when God speaks a thing, it's actually his intent about a thing. And that's why God's word can go forth. It can cause a mighty change. It says here that it can cause the earth to bud, to flourish. It can bring seed to the sower. It can bring bread to the eater. So we must begin to see God's word, not just as something that makes, you know, that fills up literature. Something that, you know, is just for grammatical purpose. It is, it is full of power, it is full of working power, able to cause a change, able to cause a change, able to cause something to flourish, able to cause something, something to come forth. 
Bible talks about how God created the heaven and earth in the beginning. Bible talks about how the earth was void and formless. Bible talks about how the spirit of the Lord, you know, hovered around the the surface of the deep. And God said, and God said, so you see that in God's speaking, creative power came alive. Indeed, if you read Hebrews, the Bible says that he sustains the universe by the word of his power. In other words, his power has a certain word to it. I'm just trying to drive home the point that God's word, the words that come from the spirit of God, don't just make for literary sense. It has creative abilities. It has power to cause change. It has power to effect a transformation, a power to change. Indeed, God's word has inherent power to meet us at the point of our need. As a matter of fact, God's word is a part of the Godhead. It is God's word that manifested as the Son of God. The Bible says that the word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. So I just want you to have that in mind as we begin to, you know, subsequently go into the power of our word to understand that the God who has birthed us into a new life. God that has, you know, given us new life in him. The God whose spirit dwells in us. His word has creative power. His word has power to transform. His word has power to change. His word is what has made the universe. His word is what sustains the universe. His word is what manifested as Christ that came on earth to save us. It is this God whose spirit dwells in us. That is what I want us to keep in mind for today. Remember, God's word is not mere talk. God's word is power. God's word is a person. And this God has put his spirit in us. We'll continue talking about the power of our words in the subsequent episodes. Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful day. God bless you.